Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And today's episode is one that touches many of our hearts as we talk about the next generation and the very special beings, the new beings that are coming to our planet. And my guests today are a beautiful couple and their son, a very talented, intuitive reader and a healer and a teacher, and they are guiding this beautiful soul through what they trust in their own hearts. My guests are Jenny's and Michael Boardway and their son, Tristan. I want to welcome Michael and Jenny's to Quantum Conversations. Thank you so much for being here. Okay, they are not yet with us, my goodness. We are holding the show down for them. They are joining us from the mountains of snowy California at the moment, and their landline has um, given us an interruption. I want to just share as we wait for them to come back on. We're on. We're here. We're here. <laughs> Beautiful. We were saying that you were joining us from the snowy mountains of California, and that word doesn't really go with California too much. <laughs> but we welcome you to the show. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, Lauren, and we apologize. It's been an interesting day with the electronics, so if everyone can just kind of understand, we really appreciate it. Sorry about that. And this is yes. Janice, by the way. Sorry. Hi, Janice. Well, beautiful. We were talking about your, your beautiful family, and there's actually a book that you have written, and it's Our Family's Journey, The Nurturance and Empowerment of a Spiritually Gifted and Aware Star Child with Crystalline Energy and His Parents. Congratulations on that book. It is just out, and it covers a lot of territory, which we're going to talk a little bit about today. Congratulations. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much, Lauren. So let's, as you talk about your story and the new children, 
I would love to read the uh, – there's a an opening in the book that pretty much says it all. And I want to share it. It's by Janine Talty, and she wrote this as the foreword or the acclaim for your book. This story will open your eyes, heart, and soul to the vast possibilities that what we see and think we experience each day is not all there is. These new beings, as they awaken to their missions here on Earth at this time, are, quote, cable-ready with DNA crystalline frequency capability to receive and transmit new frequencies that have previously been removed from this reality. Guess what? They have come to restore the Earth and all its inhabitants to a more balanced and harmonious coexistence with lovely contributions from Tristan, Janice, and Michael, who have their own unique experiences to share. Again, that is from the book, uh, the, the foreword to your book, Our Family's Journey. And that does say it right there. These are special beings, aren't they? Yes, very much so. Yes, and thank you for reading that. We are so grateful that um, Dr. Kelty wrote that uh, information for us. And she lived it her, herself being one of the first generation, or I shouldn't say that, but uh, one of the first generations of Indicos and not understanding this world. And so um, we really appreciated that from her very much. Yeah, so let's go into your story here. You are parents of a, a new being, and you have actually reclaimed your power by listening to your heart. And that meant that you had to go against the mainstream. So share your story with us, please. Well, um, you know, it's interesting because Tristan um, actually reawakened us to what we were experiencing as children, Michael and I. But And at, in that generation really didn't talk about our experiences. So actually, Michael and I had to abandon our gifts that we had as children because the people around us didn't understand them or they wouldn't listen. Or in my case, I knew if I talked about anything, I might be, um, you know, not accepted. So in order mm -hmm. to feel somewhat accepted in that reality, we really had to, to um, uh, you know, abandon those those gifts and abilities. And, of course, when Tristan came in, he was really, I'm like, he said that he came through, he uh, didn't go through the veil of forgetfulness on his way down to earth. One of the many, one of the few grids that are around the earth that keep us from really having the truth of everything. But anyway, so um, Tristan was so fully alive, awake, and aware, like so many of these children. And, and like when we talk about new beings, they've been around for eons of time, actually, and um, bringing in that new energy, the new vibration. And many of them, of course, when you go through back in history and think about these new beings, were not accepted. So when Tristan came to us, it just, everything started making sense, didn't it? It kind of reawakened our uh, abilities. I mean, I call them capabilities just because we all have these abilities, but they lie dormant, so we call them capabilities. And uh, and so, you know, to survive uh, with Janice and myself growing up in a in a family that didn't understand where we were coming from either at that time, so we had to kind of numb out just to yeah. get through the system, <laughs> survive kind of like. And then uh, we had had Tristan, of course. He kind of 
reawakened uh, those uh, capabilities to turn them into abilities. Yes, and being around Tristan, just his energy, you can feel it. And um, it just wakes people up. It woke us up to remembering so many different things. And um, when he started talking at age three, he was a, a later talker. But we were communicating the entire time. I mean, he was always, we were communicating energetically from our hearts, you know, telepathically. Mm-hmm. And, um, and but when he started talking, the first things he would he would speak about is seeing the colors around people, and these we, this was before he even studied colors, so he just started talking about that or the beings he was seeing around people, and to me it just all made sense um, because it reawakened my memories of what I had experienced as a child, and so we just it was easy for us I guess mm-hmm. because it just made sense. It all, all of a sudden. Our lives made, were starting to make even more sense. When Michael and I got together, it was making more sense to me because finally some, someone got me, you know, uh, because, you know, I came from a family that really didn't understand what I was about because I mm-hmm. didn't fit into this reality. But when Tristan came in, it was like, oh, I get it. But then, you know, others would want to probably hmm, say something or uh, because they didn't understand what Tristan's about. With Tristan, it's either people are either, you know, right with him and, and feeling the expansion. And then a lot of people who haven't really resolved a lot of issues inside want to project that onto Tristan. So that happens with so many children, by the way. So the ones that go in school and, you know, are getting in trouble or acting out. Well, you know, we, we call it sensitivity because they don't know how to uh, respond to the energies they're receiving, mm-hmm. you know. And, and uh, so, uh, I mean, our goal uh, here is to kind of enlighten or aware, make people aware so they can process those energies properly and not act them out. And, and when we're talking about the new beings, it's not only children, it's teens and adults as well, you know, so... Um, anyone that has the new energies uh, that having a bit uh, of a difficult time in this 3D world, uh, you know, it, it'd be good to kind of talk about uh, processing that with them and such as well. Hmm. Yes. Okay. So um, your book goes into really some of the um, multi-dimensional traits. Uh, that Tristan has, and it's beautiful that you you guys both found each other, and you resonated with each other, and you got each other, and then now you're parents of this beautiful child who actually, um, it's amazing because, Jan- Janice, I, I want to share this story. Tristan was in my dream last night, and right. that that I find that amazing because it was as if it was a multidimensional visit. It was a visitation. It was not um, your ordinary dream, and I just found that amazing. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, Tristan does that quite often. You he gets do, around. You get around. <laughs> you know, I told you about Lauren's dream she had about you, mm-hmm. and it was a you know what, how she described it earlier to me today was very beautiful and expanding in this other reality. Well, he said that he took you to. Um, Andromeda. Andromeda. Okay, the yeah. galaxy over there. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Um, it seems to be a real, um, you know, well, yeah, a lot of our soul families there. So yeah, well, you know, part of Milky Way was a drama at one time, and then we broke off, and 
And who knows what happened at that time. Well, here, anyway. we, are the, here we are in the 3D. Here we are, we call it the Milky Way, right? Anyway. But, but yeah, so Tristan intends to do that. So that was so wonderful that you shared that with uh, with me earlier, and I shared it with the guys, you know, during our lunch. And Tristan does that, and you picked right up on that, and you were right there in the dream. That was perfect. I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, so amazing. And, and well, it was a dream within a dream. And the first dream really yeah. was that healing dream. I mean, I knew there was, there was a healing going on there. It was a, a healing of love. And, um, for you guys to talk about Andromeda or for Tristan to say, yeah, that was Andromeda. That is so beautiful because I was going to ask you about this. Now, um, talk a little bit about star seeds. And you guys are star parents for Tristan. What does that mean exactly for those who don't know? Oh, well, the star, yeah, the star seeds are, well, you know, we have to really get back into our uh, our origins, where we've originated. And, um, for example, we'll talk about Tristan. He seems to be the subject at hand. And where he... Um, well, I always say where he hails from, you know, a little space talk, originated. but where he originated, uh, he was, um, it was a very, it was a seventh dimensional, um, place galaxy or well, several dimensions within that, that because you can have fifth, sixth, seventh and higher dimensions. For example, Andromeda, it has, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, you know, all the way up to like, well, we've met some 11th and 12th dimensional beings from Andromeda. So where Tristan came from, he was really operating his, you know, that spark of light when you come in and you're saying, you know, I want to have a, a life and what am I going to choose? And he chose to go to this um, galaxy that really not too many people or no one talks about except us and express in that first spark of light in a um, seven, with a seventh dimensional soul. So when we can see that many uh, star seeds and there's so many of us star seeds around and when you think about it everyone comes from some place you know some dimension uh you know a lot of people try to think that or try to talk about that the um some beings had uh, created all of us but no that's not true because we see earth also when it was in its original form as a seventh dimensional planet so a lot of star seeds came from all over to be to share their information it's sort of a living library the earth so to bring all their information and, and share in that expansiveness and um so many of us you know are from so many different places and express at a our soul level of a very high dimension and yeah, i mean uh, you know tristan talks about the uh galaxies 124 and 132 which uh, i don't think nasa knows anything about at this time anyway but eventually mm. they'll get to that uh he talks about sirius but you know i think nasa's picking up on that now and yeah that's, and that's that seems awesome. to be the galaxy where most of the uh what the cats and dogs and dinosaurs no, no, that's, or that's what? like Lyra. Oh, that's, okay. well, but that's serious yeah serious, <laughs> serious. But, but our point is with yeah it's serious too but the our point also with the um the star seeds is that you know if if anyone is listening to this call and you you were born on Earth and you're like what am I doing here it, it feels so unfamiliar mm-hmm. uh, this way of being in in this this 3D world it's just very foreign even though we may have had many lifetimes on Earth which most of us have uh, but at that point you know we all have origins from another place that came in to feed um, this planet 
and to make it that living library where people could come and learn and, and really ascend and progress. And then, you know, as we all know, we got hijacked and brought down to the third, you know, we won't get into all that history because everyone knows it by now, um, third dimension. <clears throat> and then being re- reincarnating back onto Earth is very, isn't um, easy instead of having a conscious choice of incarnating and saying, oh, you know, I'm going to go have that physical life again. It's more of an unconscious choice many times. And we keep reincarnating and doing the same things over and over again. So the star seeds are really coming in and waking us up to our true origins. I know we talked about that in the book as well. So, and when people hear about where they originated from, you know, I mean, think about that's very expansive. You know, that's mm-hmm. really expansive. And when I, I think it, Tristan was quite, I can't remember how old he was. He was, um, you know, maybe 15 years ago or so. And I was, you know, um, just had a conversation with um, some new spirit guides that came to me. And, and I started, we, you know, we had a conversation. And I was writing information down. And it wasn't a few months later I was talking to Tristan. And he said, oh, yeah, Mom, those are the star flyers or, you know, from the, the galaxy we're from. You know, they're, and I thought, oh, that's who they are. And I said, you know, that's exactly the energy how you – and before that, he never talked about that. So sometimes Tristan, um, he really wakes us up because he makes us stretch our awareness. Does that make sense? You yeah, know, I just really- find it so fascinating. I mean, your your boy, your son, he's 25 now, right, or, or almost 26. Yeah. And mm-hmm. since he was a young boy – um, he he was having experiences like this. I mean, um, there's healing stories as well. Um, he he sees uh, beings around people, non-physical beings, and yet you and I mean, this is something that it's his innate knowing. You guys were not teaching them, him this or um, no. reading this. And again, you said that he did not go through that veil of forgetfulness. My goodness, that is incredible. Right. Well, we, we, we you know, not, we've always said, well, if we return to Earth, we're coming, we're not, we're not going to go through the veil of forgetfulness either. <laughs> Many people have told us that. I'm remembering everything, so I don't have to redo it. Well, you know, I, I think they got you going and coming, you know, as far as that veil thing goes, and yeah. then you get back mm-hmm. on the, karm, uh, I call it the karmic hamster wheel, you know, and you, and uh, you start all over again, and it's like, well, you know, wouldn't it be nice if we can remember the the things we learned about from the previous and, and kind of apply that to the life we're living now and, and so on. So it's a matter of, you know, waking up and becoming aware. And I think uh, that's part of uh, what what's going on right now is some of the people on the planet are starting to wake up, become more aware, asking questions and such. And, you know, and staying in the question creates the awareness, of course, you know, so it's a matter of, of uh, hey, that, that seems familiar. And, you know, I, I can do that, you know, and, and um, you know, little did they know they used to do that, you know, back in Atlantis and Lemire and Ur and all those uh, continents that existed when they're all in the seventh dimension and such at that time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's you know there, and the, the really sad thing, uh, Lauren, is that um, they're not being heard at this point. Um, 
we could have been so much more evolved, and this is some of our, you know, our frustration coming out. But the school systems um, have not honored these children. I mean, we homeschooled because we knew Tristan mm. going to school, he would. He, the people are not teachers are not going to be open to listening to um, having an oral reading mm. or talk about their past lives or seeing the spirits that are around them. And some of them are not, meditation class. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't it be nice for children to go to class and start out with meditation and qigong and Get in the body. talk about their dreams, <laughs> like you did, Lauren. I mean, how wonderful was that to receive your call because you wanted to tell us about the dream you had last mm-hmm. night. Right. And, and wouldn't that be amazing to have these classes, you know, schools that are set up that way instead of dumbing everybody down and right. medicating the children who are creative, who are imaginative, and, um, you know, to deaden their, again, deaden their gifts. Well, I think that's the real battle that's going on right now, yeah. you know. I mean, uh, you always have your drugs and wars going on. I call those distractions. You know, the real battle basically is for us to start getting into our awareness and uh, moving on, you know, into the fourth and fifth dimensions and other dimensions and such. And, well, not so much the and uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, well, the fourth dimension I see is a transition, okay? So you get the cleanliness dimension. You know, it's, it's going to be a little tough. But once we get through it, then it's going to probably open up the other, you know, uh, the other insights as well. But um, we call it the bridge of uh Rainbow Bridge, right? Yeah, we use the yeah with this. We'll just get going, Lauren. So you can interrupt us anytime. Sorry. <laughs> oh, but please we, do. Yes. We have, like on our on our um, the cover and our we have the rainbow. Oh, are we there? Yes, yes, you're here. I've oh, got okay, it. so sorry. Okay, so sorry. Yeah, uh, we thought it clicked off again. Uh, but we have the rainbow bridge and the rainbow bridge to conscious uh, reawakening and the fact that that. We talk about the rainbow bridge because we're using all the colors of the rainbow, the the frequencies to help us healing along the way so we don't have to go kicking and screaming. I mean, if everyone is sort of like the rainbow children, right? And um and all and all the children are, you know, we're all all every one of us we're are we are innate healers, but we've forgotten. And but using those colors of the rainbow to 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 work with our energy and and clear you know maybe the toxins that are in our body and the uh, you know unresolved things or whatever you want to say and to use all those colors with that light vibration and that the purity so we can do our healing along the way on our journey and you know we haven't seen that as much as we we wish it's that's why it looks like the way it is now with people acting out. Well, there's a lot more reasons for that, too. But the fact that they haven't really gone in and done that personal work. And uh, that is so important for all these children, all, you know, for their parents to um, start going within, looking within themselves and healing so many, all the shadow parts that they've never looked at before. Because like Michael talks about, the the children come in with uh, this crystalline energy, mm-hmm. and so they're going to amplify it even louder, and the, even and hopefully the parents will wake up mm-hmm. because it's all about healing. This life is about healing, about being aware, and when we have aware awareness, uh, we we have the awareness of what's going on without the judgment, and then we get beyond the good and bad and the negative and positive, and we see it the information or what's going on for what it is, and then we can take that information and use it to empower ourselves. And that's really what it's all about. Um, It seems like in this lifetime, you know, all the past lives are coming up to be 
healed and looked at. I mean, you don't have to know everyone because if there's a theme, we can uh, heal that and, it, and, it, and it'll go into our DNA and our soul memory and mm-hmm. heal that. And that's how we get off the karmic hamster wheel is really doing that work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, we believe anyway, that's our family's belief, but we figure Tristan came in remembering everything and remembering all these past lives. So it must be important. Yeah, it's been a challenging journey with Tristan. I mean, you know, it, it, it's, uh, you know, he's remembering his past lives with mm-hmm. the Nazis and, uh, you know, and Ramses. And, I mean, you know, we go down the list, right? And, uh, and so we have to kind of. He's been in pretty much every major event. Right. So we have, you know, and, and uh, uh, you know, so we had to process that as well. I mean, well, let me process that. You you said with the Nazis. No, he wasn't a Nazi. He was. No. He was. You read the story in the book. We have that under the past life chapter right. or the other mm-hmm. life chapter. And, um, you know, at such a young age, remembering such a horrendous how he was um, killed. Oh, mm-hmm. I still, it's still hard for me to talk about. But, um, yeah, when when you have a, a four or five-year-old child uh, sharing these memories with you, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, I'm so grateful that Michael and I were aware enough to listen to Tristan because, mm-hmm. I, to tell you the truth, I can't imagine children who don't have anyone to speak with. And that's what you're seeing so many problems um so many quote unquote mental illness problems now uh because these children have they're unable to express all the energy they have within them and they are just pure energy and they want to express it they want to they want to heal and they want to do all these things um, and it's stuck within them, so it, it gets stuck in their bodies mm-hmm. they they have learning disabilities, and when we find with mm-hmm. children when they start being able to express themselves to do qigong uh yoga or whatever they find um you know helps them release this energy or work with crystals or just use their hands and start healing their animals that they have at home and their parents or whatever they mm. things start making sense for them and they're able to express who they really are and isn't that all what we all would like to do and that way, the energy is flowing in the body. They can be more expressive, and they're not stuck anymore. Right, um, but unfortunately, you know, we live in a 3D world where they numb them and dumb them down, and, and uh, vaccinations and you know chemtrails mm-hmm. and so on. And, and uh, so they're they're uh, you know they're kind of battling that as well as trying to express their their true yeah. selves. And so they they got a little bit of an internal balance, uh, battle going on. Uh, but if we can get out ahead of it and, you know, and be aware of, uh, of that, then we can kind of help them out and, uh, and as well as ourselves. I mean, you know, we, I keep, we keep talking about children, but it's also, you know, teens and adults. I mean, I know 70 year olds that, you know, are, have the new energy as well, you know, and they've, <laughs> they've gone through their challenges in life, you know, and, and so, uh, not being allowed to express themselves and, you know, I was raised not not to ask any questions, just to uh, believe and accept everything that I was told. And you know, and so to survive, I had to do that. You know, but after a while, it's a matter of uh, of becoming aware. Mm-hmm. And so, and becoming again, aware. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And again, with the the awareness, it's. Um, so important not to have, and we have to process because the things we're newly aware of are, you know, are quite shocking. I mean, with Tristan, he's always been, we've been able to, um, we've been doing this, you know, since he was a child. So, so we have, 
you know, we've heard this information for so long, but a lot of people are just waking up to, you know, who's really ruling our planet and what happened. or And it's really shocking. So we have to take that time to process, to be kind to ourselves, to be patient with ourselves, but doing that, going within and doing that work so we don't project it onto anyone else. Um, that is mm-hmm. very, very important. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, you know, the acting out, the sensitivity, uh, these are some things that, you know, we had to go through with Tristan as well because he didn't know how to process the energy he was feeling. He felt energy from all over, right? And uh, so uh, a lot of times we had to ask for our food to go. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. Most parents. Uh, <laughs> I know most of a young kid, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll take that to go. But, uh you know, because it's, just, it's just too much, you know, and, and what they perceive. Um, and you read the story in the uh, in the book, uh, Lauren, about you know Tristan uh, will see the energies, the colors around the restaurants, and um, he'll know not to go to that restaurant, and he right. just has that awareness. It's quite amazing. I mean, we'll see it, we'll, we'll or we'll feel it mostly, but mm-hmm. we do see many things. But the really the um, inner knowing and just having that inner knowing that, no, that's not a good place or that's not a good food or a supplement. Even though people talk about how wonderful these supplements are, we all each individually must find our own, um, our own awareness of what works for us and what doesn't work for us. So even with your children, it's a wonderful thing to do or by yourself is to go to uh, a grocery, you know, go to the, uh, grocery store or the supermarket, you know, um, even a farmer's market, and just hold that, you know, sweet potato, the organic sweet potato, and say, is this filled with um, nutritious energy? Because even with organics, not all of them are, are equal. Perhaps the person handling the food is, um, you know, is upset and, and transferring their energy onto it. But the point is, is that, you know, we can all hold that bottle of supplements that we've heard have been wonderful and say, is this really going to work for me? Is this going to help me? And if you get, you know, feel heavy or you get a no, then that's not going to work for you. If you yeah, well, you, you know, know, we used to do the arm pumping in the aisles and then and then we did the uh, hold, holding, it, holding it close to us, you know, going backwards and forwards. And, and then yeah. now we're at, now we've kind of graduated to say, uh, no, that's not bad energy. That's good energy. And so we kind of uh, we, we're kind of there at that point. You know, I, I think part of this talk, I guess, today is just to kind of kind of reflect a little bit about, you know, how Tristan is waking us up. And then our job, our purpose here at Saturn Three Light Flyers is to kind of help uh, wake up humanity so we can end up ascending, you know, and move on. Yeah, Hallelujah. Yay. <laughs> uh, you know, um, what a leg up. What a what a great um, what a great home you both have created with this beautiful being, Tristan, who, I mean, he allowed you to come back to your capabilities. Um, There is something I've come across. It's, it's being called born aware. Would you say he was born aware? Mm -hmm. I mean, he remembers his past lives and he can see auras and colors and, and that's amazing. And so here, here you guys are, where you you basically booted the education system and you did the homeschooling and you let him flourish. And so now you say he speaks of galaxies and what are you doing with all of this incredible information? You're using it to help people heal in their lives and, and you're supporting others 
as well. But my goodness, um, what do you see for his future in getting this information out? Well, to be quite honest with you, Tristan is, is um, frustrated uh, because he he. Um, well, how can I put this? He sees where we could have really been evolved by now. Not you know? as far along as Not as far as long. And it is, you know, he says it is. Um, because one thing about um, these new beings is that they're so expanded that they can, they can perceive, um, they can perceive everything. So um, they can perceive when um, <clears throat> someone's being harmed. They can perceive when... Um, People are not being treated properly, and that is very heavy and dense energy that doesn't in, in alignment with um, who they are, because they're very pure of heart and very loving. Pardon? It's painful, I'm sure. Yeah, painful, yeah. So he's, um, you know, he's not. And but the thing, the way things have been for pretty much, you know, especially the last 15 years. Um, it hasn't been real easy on on these new beings, quite frankly. It hasn't been easy on a lot of us because, mm. you know, as we're growing and we're expanding, we're evolving, we're perceiving so much more, and um, and a lot of it isn't really it isn't great at all. Well, you know, also the misdiagnosis, you know, the ADHD, autism, Asperger's, ODD, and just go down the list. Yeah. You know, and and uh, basically those are actually gifts that we're 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 not uh most of the people aren't aren't aware of and so they see them as a disability because they're not fitting into the norm and yes. uh you know and, and given drugs pharmaceuticals right and right. so they're going to numb them down um mm -hmm. because they know that that if we pick up on those types of uh new energies and such that we're going to we're going to move on and you know into other dimensions and such so that's the battle I was talking about you know that the challenge that we're going through now and and uh, so how do we cleanse ourselves uh, continuously? You know, how do we not get trapped into being numbed mm -hmm. down, whether it's 5G or whatever it happens to be? And uh, so there are ways and tools that we can uh, pick up on and, and move forward in a more optimistic yeah, uh, direction. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, we have to figure and we have to be uh, aware of the of the negativity that goes on so we can end up offsetting it with tools of positivity. But anyway. And I, you know what I wanted to say, and I know maybe we're getting off topic, but I really it would be wonderful for people to really start trusting themselves to acknowledge who they are and trusting themselves and be a, and use that awareness in order to mm -hmm. discern information because there's so much um, misinformation out there, not only in the mainstream, but the spiritual communities. And people really have to step up and start discerning because I think it was, what was it, six years ago, 2013, yeah. Okay, so 2012 happened. Here we are. Nothing's really happening. And um, 2013, um, Basically, you know, a lot of the not so great beings out there, such as reptilians, draco reptilians, created this sort of space fence around Earth. When that happened, that really um, activated a lot of that reptilian DNA within many people who perhaps were. I mean, we've all been genetically modified, obviously. We all went through that history with our DNA. But a lot of people have. Um, connected instead of using awareness they've just allowed that information you know that dna to 
reptilian DNA to be activated and receiving that information from those beings, and that's really keeping us hostage right now. So there's a lot of misinformation, and our information is all about empower yourself, trust yourself, acknowledge yourself, and yeah. move forward. Well, if we, if we can stay into the fear, then we can activate the reptilian DNA. Right. You know, I mean, there's a formula there somewhere, I'm mm. sure. You know, and so how do we get out of the fear? How do we get back into our bodies, our mind, soul, spirit? Uh, how do we come from our knowing and not our feeling? Uh, you know, so it's a matter of being grounded. And when we are and in our bodies, there's no vacancy sign blinking. And, uh, you know, and then, and then we can ascend. I mean, we move forward faster when we're in our bodies and we're all together, you know. Being present with ourselves and, you know, it's so important. And in this reality, uh, people are running from, you know, work to school to doing whatever. And everybody's so busy. And when they're not, and they're always connected to the cell phone or to the electronics or so on. Mm-hmm. And that is also not only, you know, um, wreaking havoc with our energy field and our immune systems, but also, um, you know, also the uh, our our um, inner knowing because there's a lot of technology out there that isn't positive, and it's putting subliminal messages um, within our within our heads. You know, we think it's our thoughts, so we really have to be, and that's what we're teaching our children, or that's what they're teaching us. I mean, we're all teaching each other. It's so interesting because their awareness and acting out. I was the same way as a child, but I was always seen as a problem, Lauren. So, you know, when Tristan came into our lives, it was like, oh, I get it. I wasn't the problem. It's everybody else around that aren't dealing with their feelings or have all these crazy thoughts. Well, it's like, what, 80% of what we're thinking is from other people? I don't know. Maybe not, maybe not that much, but anyway. <laughs> Pretty much. So we have to be aware of um, our thoughts. What are our thoughts? What are our feelings? You know, what's our energy field? And we really promote people being aware of their energy field, being uh, really working on that because um, we we don't hear that. In fact, we hear a lot of people saying, well, I've never heard that before, and I've been in the spiritual community for years. But really understanding our energy field, how to work with it, how to cleanse it, how to keep it strong. And these children have expansive energy fields. So when you tell them, oh, put a bubble around you, you know, like Tristan will look at people like, I can't do that. I'm expanded. Mm -hmm. My energy is really out there. So I can't put a bubble around it. Do you see? So you have to teach them how to, whatever's going on on the outside, you don't have to let it pass you. It doesn't have to get involved in your energy, in your mind, in your feelings. Bounce off your aura, however you want to visualize it. However you want to visualize it. I mean, the bubble of protection is kind of based on fear, you know, and so it's a matter of uh, you isolate yourself, you know, that. so maybe that's not the right logic. But But no, uh, but yeah, but exactly. So that bubble or the shield, it's always coming from fear where we're coming from, you know, and this is what Tristan taught us because we were teaching him and we were learning it, obviously. It was like, oh, this feels better when I'm really aware of myself and my thoughts and what are my thoughts and what are the neighbor's thoughts or whomever. Oh. And, uh, you know, I can be in my energy field and I feel strong in my energy field, in my body, with my own thoughts and my own uh, feelings, yeah. clear of, and independent of anyone else's 
or any technology. Right. And that's what we really have to start yeah. discerning. You know, and these new beings, they think holistically. They think the whole, they see the whole picture at one time, you know, and, and that's why the school system is difficult for them because the school system is based on linear logic. You know, it's like you, you move, you know, you, you learn this and then you go on to that and then you go on. So it's all linear. You know, the new beings are like, you know, everything at once. Let's have everything at once. And so they look, they think holistically. Um, yeah. So it's a bit of a challenge for them. Exactly. Yes. That's, that's, you know, really true. So it's, it's a whole different way of thinking and learning and being. And that's the one thing they, you know, um, talk about, um, you know, like, a, oh, you know, children who have autism. And, you know, they really come from a place of um, being, knowing, and perceiving. They're nonlinear thinkers um, and they're holistic. So, uh, Presenting information to them in the old style, you know, is just going to create so many learning difficulties for them, even more than what they already have, because they're, you know, in a seventh-dimensional soul body on Earth, and we're operating at the 3D, at the third-dimensional level, mm-hmm. and wow, that's really um, a rude awakening. And then, you know, and they're in classes with teachers who just don't get them, and how people that we work, I mean, most all the people we work with, it always seems that there's some negative karma between that child and the teacher. And when, you know, the teachers don't have any awareness of this is what's going on or doing any um, spiritual cleanliness, taking, then then they're coming in with that old energy and with these children because they they have, everything's right now. Everything's in the moment. There's no past, present, and future. It's all right now. So they can perceive uh, through all their senses uh, these past lives, and that's why so many of these kids have meltdowns at school also as being with a a teacher or an assistant or someone who walks in that door and all of a sudden, boom, you're in that past life. So it looks like post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, they remember the experience with that person or that teacher. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm and when you but it's just um yeah, so even people that um you know Tristan would meet as well, um mm-hmm. you know he would remember a past life and he would be frightened, or he would just see the colors around them, and then there was other people he met who were just really lovely and worked on themselves, and he loved being around them. So, you know, instead of seeing your child as the problem, really go beyond and, and ask, hmm, why, why, why is, you know, my daughter getting sick every morning before she has to go to school? Oh, that was me, Lauren, okay? So my school years were not fun, you know, uh, elementary school, and so it was very difficult. But I had all those, for example, um, you know, my first day in kindergarten, I saw the teacher, I started crying. So everyone saw, oh, Janice is shy, she's a she has all this fear, and um, mm. and it was no. It was basically Tristan explained it later that the that my kindergarten teacher killed me. She was a cult member, and I was a victim of a cult, and she killed me. So mm. <laughs> it wouldn't have been nice for somebody to explain that as a kindergartner. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's good to know it's good to know the past lives and the energies that we picked up uh, with other people. That's what that's where Tristan comes in in our healing because you know we heal. Uh, clients all around the world, and and uh, so um, we talk about past life issues, energies that they still carry over today, 
uh, you know, and what what is it that's not theirs? What is it that is theirs that they have to process? It's either release or process, right? And so it's a matter of kind of going through and, and uh, disseminating between the two, and then uh, and then kind of moving forward with uh, more of your soul parts, so to speak. Yeah, that's always a good thing. Because yeah. if we're going to ascend, we might as well take all of us, yep. all of ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. But and you know, yes. go ahead, Lauren. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say um, we are reminded that new, on New Earth, we cannot take the baggage with us. And these exactly. kids do not have, well, they, I mean, they, they have their memories. So it's just very interesting. Okay, go ahead, please. Yeah, yeah you know, we, uh, I think we had a, a talk a while back about programming and, you know, how programmed we are also. And, and you know, if we go to a some type of healing workshop and then we come out feeling lighter, what's that all about? You know, it's like, are we supposed to, like, ignore that right away or, or look into that? You know, why are we feeling lighter? And you mentioned baggage. Mm-hmm. You know, and so our voice changes, our facial change, uh, appearance changes, we feel lighter. And th- that's part of that, uh, you know, shedding the baggage type of thing as well. Mm-hmm. And doing that responsibly. We always say, you know, of being spiritually responsible, having spiritual cleanliness, and that gives us spiritual integrity. But it's all those steps that we do in our everyday lives. Tristan has taken us to a completely different conversation than perhaps we would have gone if he had gone to school, um, been labeled and whatnot. And I'm coming from a master's of psych- in psychology, so I was seeing what was going on when I was working in that field, and I didn't enjoy it whatsoever. And um, I didn't see how I was helping anyone with talk therapy. And, and that's the important thing to know, too, because these children are coming in. They are energy beings. They perceive everything and we have to work with them energetically so you know if you have children who are you know labeled or in any way seen as different it's really wonderful to start working with them energetically learn some tools to work with them so they can release do cheek on even if it's five minutes with a child when Tristan was 10 years old he 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 um, led Michael and I to going to, to a four-day Qigong conference. Mm-hmm. And, and it was wonderful. Mm. Yeah, it was really a lot of fun. And these parents were saying, how did you get your son here? And we said, um, no, he told us to come, okay? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And then and was like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. And, mm-hmm. you know, working with that energy, it's so important, especially there's so much energy just thrown around right now. And I – you know, I mean, the three of us, we do healings on each other all the time. Uh, you know, we're always doing something to um, stay clear because the more technology that's brought in, and especially with the rolling of uh, the 5G, we have to be very aware of what our thoughts are, what our feelings, what our emotions, what our energies are, because yeah. they are being manipulated like crazy, and that's why you see this acting out. Well, it's the thing about the AI, artificial intelligence, etc. There's always a catch to it. Yeah, it, it's a great technique, uh, you know, technology piece, uh, cell phone, uh, iPad, whatever. But there's some type of Wi-Fi that's going to affect my body. So here comes the catch, the rub. You know, it's a matter of, uh, you know, pure, uh, pure technology wouldn't have that to it, attached to it. So, uh, we're kind of, mm. we're kind of all, all caught up into that technology thing right now, AI tech. And, uh, you know, I'd love to get to the point where it's technology that's not uh, harming us. I mean, 
Didn't somebody say they had a Geiger counter next to a microphone a microwave Microwave. the other day, and it was like it really went off crazy? It's like, are we aware of that? You know. But then then also there, you know, and I'll just share this um, because this seems to be a a topic of of, of, you know conversation right now with the 5G being implemented full blast, and um, it's a product called um, Shungite, S-H-U-N-G-I-T-E, and and it's a carbon based, um, so. You know, put it on computers, and they're doing a lot of testing with the uh, electric magnetic uh, frequency readers. Yeah, EMPs and such. Yeah, and the EMPs and so on, right. and really seeing a significant change. And people are actually buying the powder, or buying the powder of the Shungite, putting it in paint, and painting it on um, house walls. Their house walls, yeah, in certain areas. That's the second might... time this week I've heard about Shungite. And we've talked um, about it before on this show, yes. And there's people who sew it into clothing. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, mm-hmm. the, the clothing on the, the higher dimensional clothing, it is all crystalline material. I mean, it's quite fascinating. And there's, uh, we've been shown just amazing things uh, they have. And boy, if we could just get out of the third, past the fourth, <laughs> we could have it too, you know. Yeah. But people are still, um, I don't know, there's just a lot going on, a lot of misinformation. And that's why we're always saying go within. But you know what I wanted to say, Lauren, too, is that we know we're using labels with, like, say, the star children or indigos or uh, rainbows or whatever. And there's still. I don't know if you call it labels, more like defining the differences. You know? yeah. I don't like that word label. I know, but it is a label. <laughs> but how we see it is that, um, you know, these. These labels also of, you know, indigo and star and crystal crystal children or whatever, they're taking us out of that 3D of ADHD, ADHD or autism mm-hmm. or, um, you know, oppositional defiant disorder, OCD, bipolar, all of it because when we learn about, say, the crystal children or the star children, um, you know, the indigos and so on, we say, oh, you know what? They're mm. not, they don't have ODD. They're not defiant. They're just reflecting back to us. It's an indigo, you know, they're expressing that indigo energy of saying, this is not working, this is not working, and we have to um, learn how to uh, to to do this reality better. We, we can't teach this way, this mundane, linear way. And um, so they're acting out but it's acting out the dysfunction mm. of the system, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they're, they're you know, a, a parent, um, like with us, you know, Tristan didn't talk until much later. And we could have had him diagnosed when he was little. But, gosh, we were getting so much information from him before he even started saying words. And the fact that we could have seen, oh, well, he's this 3D diagnosis or, wow, Look at how much he's teaching us, and we're learning to communicate telepathically and energetically from our hearts, and we're learning how to to uh, to uh, be in this energy, and we're mm-hmm. so aware. I mean, we could have really missed, no, and we could have had a, missed out on that important message. Yeah, his first word was what? Bop? He came in on the hail bop? Was that it? Yeah. <laughs> came really? Out. Really? Yeah. That was, okay. That was his first word. It was like, bop. It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. and he would have to take us outside. He'd always find the Hellbop comet and show it to us. Yeah. Right, right. Wow, that must have just been amazing to follow the threads of that 
and and for you both to be so open to ah uh, you know we can't make this up it is his truth it is his inner knowing and he was showing that to you without even speaking that's amazing right and 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 also everything with um you know we've known children who um you know they they can't you know i mean well tristan and i were the same way is uh we don't we don't eat wheat gluten dairy a lot we don't eat a lot of different types of foods because it doesn't agree with our system and um instead of seeing tristan as having allergies or something wrong with him we learned that oh wait a minute you know we did research and found out oh these foods really aren't that great for us <clears throat> and as soon as we started changing our diet and taking the proper enzymes and so on and he was just a little guy then I started feeling better, you know, and stomach problems that I had for years vanished. And um, so, you know, poor Tristan was having to show us by getting it for us to wake up. Unfortunately, we weren't getting it before. But the point is that, you know, when we're seeing them as having a dysfunction, oh, they have allergies or, um, you know, they can't be around loud noises. There's something wrong with a child. No, maybe they're telling us that this reality is too loud. And that we, we uh, are so busy that mm. we cannot, um, you know, even to have our own thought. Mm. You know, and they're all, and everything they're doing is to get us back into our bodies, to have us be more present. And I, I think that's one of the challenges is how do you get somebody back into their body that isn't in their body, you know? <laughs> or the, uh, trying to help someone to become aware that doesn't want to become aware. They, they choose not to choose to be aware, which is a choice. But anyway, you know, it's a matter of, okay, well, I just don't, you know, I'm not ready for that right now. And, and so, you know, but we do we do need to, I mean, we can have people kind of help us out and we can, ha you know, pay for their services and so on. But eventually we're going to have to do it on our own. I mean, there's no Calvary coming around the hill there, you we know. We are the Calvary. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you are it. So, we are, we are. <laughs> you know. And that's what is that whole empowerment thing. But, you know, there's. So many children too that um, there was a child who was so would hide under um, you know the desk at school and so on, and they were seeing all the negative entities inside their classroom that would be brought in by you know people that just come in and, and they're not being aware of their their energy field and what what attachments they have, and and as soon as you teach children how because no matter where we are unfortunately right now. In the 3D with that fourth dimensional reality we've got going as well, there's going to be a lot of negative entities and a lot of yeah. um, not so pleasant ones that are attached to people because they're not they're not even aware that they well, exist. Well, you know, it's good to have a little mantra. I mean, I do it yeah. half a dozen times a day. You know, it's like any and all implants, negative entities, energies that are within me, attached to me, in my environment are now dissolved, never to return. I mean, you you make up your own mantra that you can resonate with, right? And then, and you just kind of like do a little cleansing, and and that kind of is one of the tools that we teach, you know, and um, and then that way, hopefully, you're not affected directly by the the negative energies or chemtrails or that, you know the food, the bad food, fluoride, and all that stuff. Yeah, Michael taught us a visualization he's always doing. So you're breathing in. Go go ahead and say it. What's you know, you're mean? breathing in the the um, the golden light from divine source. Right. And always breathing that in and uh, releasing any, you know, stuck energy or, or whatever it is that's going right. on at the time. You know, 
and releasing that into, you know, the sun or however you want to visualize that because you don't want to project it out there. It's like it's like a two-stepper, you know. you got to get rid of the bad stuff first before you're, uh, the new, good stuff is allowed to come in, you know. It's like you <laughs> mm-hmm. can't park in a parking stall where a car is parked there already, you know. And so, <laughs> anyway, so it's a matter of, okay, let's get rid of all the negative stuff that's within me, attached to me in my environment uh, and such, and then and it's replaced with positive, loving, healing light. Um, you know, that is happy, healthy, that allows me to be happy, healthy, wealthy, wise, uh, alive, aware, awake, and uh, take proper action to do these things and be, have, and do these things now and forevermore. You know, you make up your own mantra. I mean, I made up mine, you know. Yeah, my, Michael always says them. We always say, say them together a lot of times. And um, and it's also good, too. Well, I call them de- declarations because we're in that I am presence. And we're declaring it. We're not affirming it. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't happen. Who knows? No, I'm owning it. I'm declaring it. I'm being it right now. And it's you feel into that energy. It's so powerful. And that's what we teach our children. I mean, Tristan went from not sleeping at night. I mean, he's, oh, my gosh, ever since he was a baby, mm-hmm. he have you know, a lot of uh, people coming, beings coming to him coming to him to help them cross over. He's been like a conduit between this world and the spirit world. So animals, um, children, you know, he has had them all. And, um, and some of and some of the beings that came to him were not nice, so he had to learn mm. at a young age how to be in his power and how to demand that. Um, leave now, never to return. Yes, uh-huh. and, and that's we're a, more powerful in the three D. We're more powerful in yeah. the three D world than okay. they are in a spirit world. In a three D world, that doesn't work. So yeah. we can tell them to get out and not and not come back. And so you, you know, you get powerful on that stuff. I mean, I had to chase a couple of scarecrows out of the living room. You know, that's been haunting Tristan for a while, and you know, and and they never came back. So. Anyway, well, that was a lot of that he called the scarecrow man. He called it's the scarecrow man. Yeah, yeah. But the point is, is that when you teach the children, instead of going to a sleep clinic or some, you know, right. crazy thing like that, you're not really mm-hmm. dealing with. I mean, there's all, you know, you read in our book the the chapter on alive, awake, aware action. You know, let me tell you, this we have been on like the learning curve of. <laughs> really going high because of all the vertical line, <laughs> vertical line exactly because Tristan with his awareness and we've what he sees and so on and we've been able to see things and perceive things and you're like what is that and you, you, you're in your body you're in your mind and you're saying get out of here you have no place in here mm-hmm. and that whole I'm going to say nonsense of all all you have to do is lift your vibration is total it's a myth mm-hmm. Because when you're, what does that mean? How can you quantify lifting your vibration? Yes, we meditate. Yes, we eat well. Yes, we, you know, do G-Kong. Yes, we yeah. clear the house. Yes, we clear us. We do that. Yeah, they say lift and hold, but it's like, there's no need to hold if you're it. You're you know? being it, you're being it, be it. Yeah. But when, I'll tell you, when we always say, when we talk, when we hear people say, just, oh, we just have to lift our vibration. It's like, okay, then why is it that when these New being, these babies are born, pure love and light, come into this world. Why is it that they are attacked? I mean, their vibration is higher than anyone I've ever met. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're with that newborn, that pure loving energy that is bringing in those higher dimensions with their soul, their energy signature and their soul expression. And why are they being attacked? Mm -hmm. You know, why are they being attacked? Because their vibration is probably the highest 
that we can perceive at this point. Well, the know? negative entities that are running exactly. this planet, you know, are, I mean, they want to dumb them down, numb them down, because they know that if these energies get into this, uh, into humanity, we're going to ascend, we're going to move forward. Uh, they don't want that. They want to chip us all, turn us into robots, you know, the old reptiles and so on. You know, uh, so it's a matter of uh, getting above that, you know, and not being affected by that. And working and working. So know that even though you're working on yourself, um, there will be forces out there that want to stop you. I mean, you know, you could even say that today too, Lauren, with uh, the interesting weather that we had, you know, uh, the electronic mm-hmm. issues we were going on over here. You know, we've had a lot of that. So a lot of people say, oh, if you just look, I mean, we were told that a million times. I'm like, uh, I don't think you can get any higher than Tristan. So why? But a lot of times because of the forces as they are right now, um, they don't want, like Michael, they don't, then why would they want us to ascend? They're at a fourth dimension. They are willingly, consciously choosing not to ascend. They are stuck. Because that's what their choice. There may be a few of them trying, but most of the majority are stuck. They want to be there, and they want to control others. So, you know, we have to do a lot. We have to be aware. We have to discern. We have to be empowered if we're going to make it. We can't give our power away to someone else for them to do it for us. Mm -hmm. And these children who are coming into, you know, I mean, so many have, have been coming in, oh, the last 40 years, but it, but especially since the, um, oh, what is the harmonic convergence, which was 1987, right? And you know that that was the same year, uh, Lauren, that in 1987, in the United States, they created a um, educational system called outcome-based education. And what that meant was, was the fact that um, it was all about testing the child. They just wanted their scores to be good, so it looked like they were actually learning something. And the kids that weren't testing well, well, they were medicated. Oh, yeah. They were heavily medicated. No good luck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Exactly that, you know, what did we call it? What did Wahlberg used to call that? No, uh, oh, no child left untested. Yeah. Yeah. So that was always, that's what they called it. It was really funny. But anyway, the point is, is that, so they lost their creativity, their imagination, because children mm-hmm. went to school to memorize things and take a test so they looked good. The other ones were going to get lost with the medication. So either way, they're being sort of robotized, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. because the other ones are just in their intellect and operating from their intellect. They can't be creative anymore. They can't be imaginative anymore. Mm-hmm. Because Do you see what I'm saying? So they're only able to regurgitate basically what is taught them in order to get a good score. And the other kids are just drugged out and put in special ed or whatever they're doing. That's why the homeschooling in in those years, they started getting bigger and bigger. And we think about that, how interesting, what happened in 1987. And by the way, that whole outcome-based education became worldwide in 2000. So the United States just weren't the lucky ones with that insanity. It was it became worldwide. Mm-hmm. So what happened is that um, 1987, gosh, the same year that harmonic conversions, when even new beings mm-hmm. were coming in, why would they do that? Mm-hmm. The I'm, timing. The timing is very interesting, isn't it? I mean, it? new beings have been coming in all the time, but, you know, they come in surges, and, yeah. and then we become more aware so we call it new earth, new energies, new beings, you know, but they've been they've been coming in for eons. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we become more aware, we can 
pick up on 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 that and uh, help them out. Um, at some point in time, we're going to have to make a decision. Um, you know, I mean, you got a single parent and they're sending yeah. their child to school. I mean, they're in the system. You, you can't, she can't afford to homeschool. You know, or it, there's situations there, right? And so where you have to go to in the system. And so then can they spend some time on the weekend or in the evenings and kind of do a little meditation or doing some of the things we're talking about to get back, get them back into their bodies, you know what I'm saying, in their minds. And, 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 and be creative. And that's the important thing, to mm-hmm. have that imagination and creativity. Because remember the um, the lower dimensional forces, those, those beings, they can't create. They are not imaginative. The only thing they can do is replicate. So that's where you see um, so much information being repeated over and over and over on the Internet uh, because they cannot, you know, they're great uh, geneticists, I have to say, mm-hmm. in a bad way, mm-hmm. but they're always uh, replicating everything. You know, it's reinventing the wheel. So whenever you're seeing people or, you know, uh, organizations reinventing that wheel, you got to think, hmm, where are they getting their information from? Are they really being creative? Are they being imaginative? So, you know, um, well, you know, talking about homeschool, we homeschooled, but you know what, Michael thought he'd be retired by now, so that ain't happening. So that was our choice. So we thought, well, you know, choice is more important than our financial standing. So, you know, here here, here we are. And, uh, but, you know, before Michael came, or before Tristan was born, Michael had a whole different, you know, thoughts about, well, I'll be retired by a certain age, and it's like, <laughs> that's not, you know, and I, and that's not going to happen, obviously, because we chose this other route that we're happy we did, and, you know, um, mm-hmm. and that's just, that was our, for our family, but people, especially um, people who perhaps have a husband who doesn't agree with homeschooling, and I'm not saying homeschooling is for everyone, but if your child is in the system, have them have downtime, mm-hmm. and just to be creative, or just to be, Uh, away from why turn all the wi-fi off and also another thing is learning uh because we know our history books all around the world are just uh, you know basically fake news fake news yeah they're (laughs) lies you know so who wins the war makes the yes who wins the whoever wins the war writes the history (laughs) absolutely lauren excellent point absolutely and but you know read some um you know, for example, we, we learned all the ancient civilizations when Tristan was quite young and read biographies of people or uh, their autobiographies, but really study those, you know, sort of uh, read the, uh, the epic of Gilgamesh, read all the ancient civilizations. And it's amazing when Tristan was that age, he's like, oh, no, that was, um, Inky was a, Inky was a, uh, it was a certain alien he was talking about and this was you know so when we're i'm teaching tristan these things and he's teaching me these beings they're not from they're not earthlings mom they're they're from other places so when you start mm. teaching your children working with them with the uh ancient civilizations they will start remembering wait a minute i was there mm-hmm. no i remember them coming down in ships they they you know they weren't here they started manipulating us and we were getting this whole story from tristan and um and I, and you know my god we always thought that but thank you for the validation because we thought we were crazy so you know study, take that time which is hard because nowadays children have so many activities so it goes between going to school I mean, we knew homeschool families that were like that. And when your kids are young, you are busier. Um, you're going from one activity to another. But remember, mm-hmm. have that downtime, especially for the new beings. 
because remember they're energetic. They're just, um, and they have to have time to be by themselves in their own body and their own energy and their own mind with their own feelings. Because mm-hmm. being around people all day can really take a toll on them and they'll get grumpy or very tired. So mm-hmm. that's very important. Oh my gosh. I think both of you, it would be incredible if there was like a reality, if you guys did a reality video series, <laughs> a life with the boardways. Um, that would just be amazing. Um, I just yeah. could only think of how, I mean, this child is, well, he's, an, he's a man, a young man now, but he has uh, helped you guys both so much in your own knowingness. Amazing. I'm just, I'm just so impressed by both of you and the, the the triad that you all are what a beautiful family all right well i know we can go on but you guys help and you also offer classes and teach you do intuitive readings for people all around the world what about someone um there are some questions coming in on our i know we don't have time for many but like a four-year-old with nightmares the mother has to hold the four-year-old what do you mm-hmm. think is going on here? This is happening in nap time. You want to take that, huh? During nap time. Did you want it? Did you hear what she said, honey? Yeah. yeah. Four-year-old who is always, and the and the babe and the four-year-old is waking up crying. Yeah, that's a nice thing going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Has to have the mom hold her very tight. Yeah. Well, there's a couple things going on with her. One thing is that there's oh yeah there's entities negative entities coming into her you know, um, into her dream time, into uh, her dream time, but she's also leaving her body um, when she's, I mean, she's really, she must be, yeah, she's a very high vibrational child, but leaving, actually leaving her body, so there's some fear with the child with regards to not remembering, is that right? Yeah, to come back into um, her body and being frightened, but when she's flying out and doing her etheric during her etheric dream time, she's meeting up with a lot of um, negative beings, which is so true right now because in uh, with, you know, that grid, it's very, very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. So she's four years old. Okay. So the mom would really uh, um, be aware of this and start doing visualizations um, and talk to your four-year-old, too. They're usually very, very aware. And um, you can explain also we have the uh, – the golden cord that, that's connected with your heart center mm-hmm. and your etheric body flies out, but it always knows how to return into the body, into our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. And that helps children a lot. That helped Tristan quite a bit. But also, um, also, I found that, you know, there's a number of portals in the in every house. And uh, so mm-hmm. we want to put the, uh, the ascended masters and angels to work, uh, put them to work, uh, and uh Put one on each portal, uh, screening whoever comes in, uh, only benevolent, right? And, uh, so that's one way to do it. Also getting back into your power. I think the mother has to be the surrogate here, right? And, uh, tell this entity to get out, never come back. And, uh, sometimes, I mean, we walk around the house once or twice a week, drumming and saging and rattling. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's just what our ritual, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so you might want to do that as well. Cleanse the house, you know. Keep cleansing the house, but there's something that's a Wi-Fi. It's, it feels very Wi-Fi, and mm-hmm. um, it's important when we have children to um, 
not have any Wi-Fi on when we're sleeping at night. It's very important. Um, I don't know if this four-year-old also has a mirror in her bedroom, mirrors or portal. Yeah, so either you get rid of it. I mean, we have a mirror in our bedroom. Tristan does not, though. He still, at his, at, even at 25, he doesn't want mirrors in there. Um, because Tristan is like a portal, I mean, things just come to him. <laughs> and he's had to learn how to maneuver. So if there's mirrors in your room, I don't know if I would say children's room. I wouldn't have mirrors in children's rooms. But mm. uh, And go through all the toys and see what, uh, because they're portals. So with our mirror in our bedroom, we have some nice crystals. We're always clearing it to make sure only um, the benevolent beings, the loving beings of, you know, of love and light are allowed in. And absolutely no... Um, lower beings, negative beings are allowed in. And just making those declarations, you do it. I mean, it works. It's really fabulous. Now, with the the child, um, the mom can do some uh, uh, drawing. Yeah, Tristan was drawing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember, four years old. Okay, so four years old, um, for example, what we we have a lot of parents do is – the child can either lay on a paper or draw an outline of their body or do it on a small paper. And um, the child can even, you know, uh, uh, draw a picture of what energies are coming into them or maybe a color that makes them, like Tristan always love blue or some children love the rainbow colors. And they'll just fill their bodies with the rainbow colors all the way out as big as the paper can be. And they learn that those rainbow colors can help them they, you know, stay in their, the stay, you know, empower. empower them. Yeah. So mm. the negative beings or whatever can't come to them, you know, right. and, and harass them. But dream, you know, um, nighttime is really a difficult one and it takes practice, but mm-hmm. you've got to clear the house. Um, even the mom visualizing, um, uh, visualizing her daughter's, um, energy field and inside, you know, just whatever color that your daughter's favorite color right. and start working with the daughter on, um, you know, I mean, Tristan was saying these declarations when he was really young. Mm-hmm. Um, when he started talking, um, only the beans of the love and light are allowed, um, you know, uh, in my house or during my dream time. Only the, the, the real angels, none of these, you know, false light beings, as some people call them. Um, yeah, and sometimes, make, sometimes you have to screen them because they're, you know, they're shapeshifters and, and yeah. out there as well, and they'll try to fake you out and, and lure you in, and then and then do a 180 on you. you and also, you have to watch out yeah. for that. Also, I don't know if the four-year-old's eating any sugar. Um, you're just kind of picking something up there, whether it's in a supplement or something or, or something. Mm-hmm. But you know, sugar is going to weaken our um, not only immune system but our energy field. So uh, having a healthy diet is really, really important. But the um, sleep thing, you know what? Oh, gosh. Tristan was coming into our bedroom until he was like about eight. Mm -hmm. So we were dealing with this all the time, and we just had, you know, it was allowed. That was fine. And, you know, he had his dog with him, and Mm -hmm. Haley would come in with him, and they would he'd be on a sleeping bag because he was getting too big for our bed. And with (laughs) a... You know, with a big, you know, air cushion and sleeping bag with comforters. And he was just, you know, and so we, that's how we did it. But, you know, um, some parents are not into that. We were, we were fine. Whatever, however we could sleep, we were good. So that was our agenda. Yeah. Right. But start uh, working with a child, too, on drawing pictures, drawing her dreams. Yeah. Um, You know, and, and before you we were doing that with Tristan at four. So get a piece of paper out, get the crayons out. Oh, what did you dream about? 
last night, and they know what dreams are at that age, and they can start showing you what they are experiencing. So everything that we um, shared, all these tools, start implementing it, but get have that child, um, the daughter, just start drawing so you know exactly what she's experiencing. Right. And, um, you know, and draw a good outcome. I mean, you know, use puppet play. All those things are so helpful yeah. for <laughs> onion heads or what do you call them? Although they're like with the feelings on it, so the children yeah, well, can express facial their, expressions. Yeah. There's about what twenty or thirty of them. Yeah, and yeah. The child picks up. How are you feeling? And picks up one of the uh, feelings. Right? But generally, if they're waking up screaming, it is an entity, and so. Um, you know, really cleanse your house, make those declarations that only the beings of the love and light are allowed in, nothing of a negative type, and clear your energy, work on um, the property also. Um, that's really important. Think about some shungite. Uh, that helps a lot. Turn off the Wi-Fi at night because, you know, those um, Wi-Fi entities, they come right through there and they love to terrorize children. Mm-hmm. So uh, we turn off everything at night. Mm. And we sleep much better. Actually, yeah, I do. I do have to share um, for like, actually, since I I believe it was like 2006 when Wi-Fi became very prevalent. I think everyone started having it in their house and on computers, right? It was very prevalent. Um, And then recently I started turning my Wi-Fi off at night. Yeah. Uh, That was hard to do with a teenager in the house. But we got through it. We're all fine. And, you know, um, I, I can I have slept really well. I sleep very well. And so it's kind of like I can see why the Wi-Fi would keep us from ascension. Um, yeah. And Wi-Fi is everywhere. I mean, you could turn it off in your house and you but it's, everywhere. it's in your neighborhood, but it's not like right under your room that you're sleeping in. For example, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the job the job of the technology also is to keep our heads down and not look up. I mean, I was talking with someone about chemtrails the other day uh, a while back, and he said, chem what? And he didn't have a clue. Yeah, uh, and then he looked many. up and he goes, oh, my God, what are those things? You know, and so, you know, mm-hmm. he started taking pictures and, and so on. It's like, so you got to wake up, you know, sometimes. And, you know, when you think about it, too, all these um, wonderful technological devices that make our lives so easy are taking us away from communicating. Like, you know, Lauren, you've said so many, you know, said so many things that I've been thinking about all day. How telepathic are you, right? I mean, you're 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 reading my energy. You're, you're um, very telepathic, and you've stated several things today and uh, that I've been thinking about. Myself. We did get each other's telepathy this morning. We did, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you had the dream, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, so, um, and Tristan was on Andromeda last night during his dream, so there you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and anyway, so, uh, you know, all these devices are wonderful, but we've stopped uh, trying to, you know, to work on our, our abilities of, telepathy or reading energy and so on uh, because we can just look at the phone. We don't, you know, we don't uh, expand our our gifts yeah. because we have all this technology. Well, a gift is like a muscle. The more you use it, the better you get at it, you know. Tristan has a, um, a, a, a article online. It's under Tristan's Messages, mm-hmm. and it's called The Gift of Awareness. That was um, a, a little chapter in a, a book. I forgot the name of the book. 
um, that he was asked to write. And um, at the end, there's a really nice exercise that people can read. It's on our website, saturn3lightflyers.com. And it's a nice exercise that you can just start working uh, with your, you know, mm -hmm. anyone, your friends, your children, your wife, your husband, you know, anyone. And it's a great way of keeping to really start um, um, having working with that, uh, you know, that muscle. Yeah. That's in, innate in every one of us. Right. So that was the gift of awareness and has a really nice exercise at the end. Mm-hmm. But just like, okay, mm -hmm. go ahead. No, I just was going to say it's so beautiful. I just love the the work that you do and, oh, my goodness, how you help people and the readings that you do with people. That is really significant. Um, did you want to add something there, Janice? Um, oh, I was just going to say, but, you know, the more we um, look at um, – you know, ask those questions about anything, you know, supplements, food, um, oh. you know, um, people, whatever you want to say. And just is this, um, is this really, um, uh, you know, with food, is this really of a good vibration, even if it is organic? Uh, can I work the energy if it's just, you know, the, the uh, workers' energy that they put on this, <clears throat> this food when they're throwing it in the bin or whatever? And, you know, mm -hmm. Ask those questions because questions bring us more awareness. Yeah, and you know, if you feel like you do have bad food or something, and and you have to serve it or whatever, I mean, that's the reason we have the blessing, right? So we send energy to the food, you know, and cleanse it before we eat it, you know. But wouldn't it be wonderful if everyone understood this, and so all the workers and that were dealing with the food and preparing it were always sending all that loving vibration because that way you get it and you do your blessing, and then your vibration really lifts. You know, right now what we're doing is a lot of damage control. We're always having to, um, I mean, even, I, you know, I've, I've mentioned this before, but, um, you know, Michael's a guest lecturer in, in certain places, and we live in the mountains in Southern California, so a very different lifestyle than down the hill. And when if he's a guest, guest lecturer at, uh, at USC or something, and we'll go up with him, we're just not driving in the car, um, listening to the radio or talking, we're clearing the energy. We're working with the energy. No matter what we're doing, we're always working with the energy. You know, we'll see negative entities. We'll clear them out, uh, inviting the loving light energies in. And, and that's really important, too. If you have a, a child who is nonverbal and can't express things to you, um, and a lot of times they're acting out, and throwing fits, it's usually they have a lot of attachments on them. Mm -hmm. So really start clearing their energy um, when they're taking a nap or when they're sleeping at night. Do a meditation and ask to connect with them mm -hmm. or their higher self and ask, what is it that I can do to help my child have a little bit more ease in this world? And you'll start receiving your answers. So we're, we always did that when Tristan was young. And um, you receive awareness. And then you no. follow that. And that way you do something else. So no. it's always... Um, well, when you do something too much, you get burned out. But it seems like we never get burned out on self-empowerment, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we're always trying to empower ourselves. It's like, yeah, I never get tired of that, you know? Never. Anyway. Right. I know. <laughs> and, and just wish that... Um, you know, um, and we see that sometimes where uh, people will spend more time investigating their, oh, what kind of cell phone am I going to get or the iPod or whatever technology is out there, instead of investigating and really researching vaccinations for their children or the type of 
school that would be the best for them, the best fit for them. And, you know, and it's hard. We all have to work. We all have to make money. And we're stressed out with the 3D way of living. But we have to make the time. We have to, have to make the time. Because um, if not, we aren't, we aren't going to ascend. I mean, the next year is very pivotal, what happens. Either we wake up, we get to work, or we'll be talking about this stuff in 10 years, Lauren, and we don't want to be doing that. Oh, we'll get all drugged out in the 60s and say bye-bye to that opportunity. Yeah, we've had many <laughs> opportunities to really evolve, and we keep slipping up. We keep not doing it. And that work is within us. That's what our children want us to do. You know, get to work, mm-hmm. heal all that. Come on, let's go, let's do it. And people are still, okay, reinventing the will. Let's take them to the doctor and get a shot, you know, instead of maybe doing something more holistically. And we've seen how well, in California the mandatory vaccinations mm-hmm. for any child going to school. And, um, I mean, oh, my gosh, it's just um, – so there's still a lot we have to do. It's just not, oh, let me activate – you know, into this new energy. No, we have to really discern what this new energy is uh, because when all, everybody was talking about new energy, the first part, or, you know, there's always new energy coming in, but what type of new energy is it? Is it something from HARP? Is it uh, 5G being implemented? So energy is always new, but we have to discern what is it that I'm taking in? Mm-hmm. Is it really the new energy from the galactic center that's actually moving away from us right now? Is it, um, wait a minute, Tristan was like, wait a minute, it feels really harpy, Mom. I said, yeah, that's what I was getting. It felt like harp. Anxious or something. Anxious. We should not be feeling anxious in our growth, in our evolution. We, You know, as we walk on that rainbow bridge, right, we are healing, we are aware, we're in our body, in our mind, and we're being present with ourselves and we're being it. And there's no need for that anxiety. There's no need. There's no need. Well, I would love for you to share about your special offer and ways that you've got some teleclasses where people can join you, and you've also got an intuitive reading. So share with us how this works and what's included in this special offer. Well, the um, did you want me to talk about that? Yes, a little bit. The um, teleclass is a journey with the new being teleclass, and it's two um, – two Tuesday evenings, the first one, and the other one's in October, but this one's starting the last Tuesday of um, of March, and then the second class would be the first week of April. And we really explore um, all of these subjects and so much more and answer a lot of questions, but we, you know, talk about um, – you know, a lot of the a lot of different things come up, and uh, people really bring into it what's going on in their lives as well to get their questions answered. And um, so it's all, and we have the chapter in the book about you know connecting more meaningfully with ourselves, which allows us to connect more meaning, meaningfully with other people, right? With our children, with our with our spouses, with our friends, our relatives. And um, so we talk about that and. Um, Oh, um, oh, a lot of things on entities because I don't think enough is being said about how these um, negative entities affect us. And, you know, when you're seeing, um, um, you know, all these people just walking around with all these attachments and who they're connected with and they're making um, decisions for your children at school, I mean, it's just really um, shocking probably to a lot of people who aren't into it. Mm. Yeah. 
But anyways, uh, the point is that, so we talk a lot about all of this and how to improve your gifts or, or your abilities and how to uh, help your children expense, uh, express their gifts in a safe environment because, of course, they can't do it at school because they'll be diagnosed, you know. And, oh, they have um, schizophrenia or something because they're hearing voices or they're seeing things. So um, we talk, gosh, we um, so in the, the uh, teleclass, we really go into depth about all these subjects that we really talked about. Mm-hmm. The spiritual energy blessing, what we do, it's an intuitive reading. Um, a person will ask a question, and we'll give the reading. Uh, we write, this is all done. We type it out. And then we write a, a, a spiritual energy blessing, and that's where the three of us come together and actually do the energy to help that person mm-hmm. uh, yeah, to achieve what it, whatever it is, whether it's work or an issue with their child or a relationship, whatever. You know, we get a lot of different types of questions. And then they read that. And that again, that's all typed up and sent to the person. And then they can read those spiritual energy blessings. And it's, they're really empowering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people really like those because they can read it over and they can just stay focused. And on the book. Yep. The book is... Um, it's um you know it's a f- ebook and it's the um the interview with the star being that would be Tristan and his parents and uh it's a lot of question and answers and and uh, from uh you know from us about raising a um intuitive really aware um child you know some people would say sensitive but we call him aware because um, when he was a child, maybe sensitive, but we were still learning how to deal with all the energies and everything that he was perceiving. And um, and then, of course, a lot of questions to Tristan. So that's the ebook, And I think that's the special, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Again, that well, is that available. What's that? <laughs> I said probably more than what you needed to hear. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. Thank you so much for that. I know it helps people who have questions that you can answer and you can help get them to learn some of these tools that help keep the energy field clear, how to better communicate with their children, all of it. It is beautiful. I really do love the work that you guys are doing as a family and the commitment that you have as a family for this great awakening. Um, Wouldn't you say, I'm I'm, going to be a forever eternal optimist and I'm going to say, I have noticed even since last summer's uh, solstice, and particularly last fall's equinox, that more and more people are waking up, even so far this year. And so I hope so. I hope that yeah. more and more people are waking up. What does Tristan have to say about that? Oh, waking up? More people are waking up, but they're... Um, what do you say about there's more people waking up? He had his head on the, um, more people waking up now? Yeah. Yeah. I think with you, you've always said that people just, um, it's important for people to really go within as they're waking up because they are, um, new, you know, there's newly, um, new information that they're aware of now. Um, so much of it is, is, um, pretty depressing. So not to internalize it, but to really work through it. Yeah. So um, for Tristan, being that seventh-dimensional mm-hmm. soul he is, it's still not what he would like to see it. So, but yeah, no, we're. I don't even want to say we're we're um, we're optim. It's beyond optimistic. We have an inner knowing that this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. It just takes more people 
to um, to acknowledge themselves, trust themselves, to trust their inner knowing, and um, express who they truly are in and the you world. Kind of, you kind of pick up on this a little bit when you're reading the news, you know, and then uh, we just go right to the comments, don't we? And kind of, <laughs> I mean, that's where you get the real news, you know, people commenting. And, and so, but it shows that, you know, people are waking up. It's like, you know, I'm not falling for that. No way, yeah. you know. And, and that type of thing. That's cool to read, you know. So for Tristan, so for Tristan, he really just wants, I guess, um, he would want, um, you know, people just to be more aware of what they're um, connecting with, um, mm. because it's, it's real important to know that a lot of times, um, that's a big thing for you, honey, with um, people who are connected with archangels or, or channeling or you know something that they're really not. There, a lot of them are not, and so that's a lot of frustrating for Tristan when, when. Um, so, but when you know, it's to to um, to really um, be aware of who and what they're connecting to. Like we say, no one is allowed in our our body uh, because you know. Uh, with I guess I'll, I'll say this real fast. I know we need to end. Uh, the fact that um, the beings of light that we speak with, and we don't do any type of channeling, and uh, they have we have a respectful we have a respectful um, relationship. There's no hierarchical. We're all equal. We're all, you know, loving. And they would never ask us to vacate part of our body, to give part of our personality away so they could take over and I'm going to give their message, right? Mm -hmm. So they would never do that. So whenever that happens, um, we really have to see what am I really, or what is, what a person really has to ask, what am I really channeling? Or a person listening to that information. Because, um, our beings of light that we work with, that, that um, you know, our guides would never ask us to do anything like that uh, because they would um, – it's a respectful relationship. It's co-creative. You're always creating. You're not allowing their DNA to get mixed up with yours, even though it's energetic. Yeah. But that's an important message. And I think uh, Tristan, he's always, he talks about that a lot. Yeah, you know, I mean, Edward Casey, you know, the sleeping prophet, he had to give up his body and, you know, do some insight. I mean, where was that information coming from? And I don't know. Anyway, so. But it, and the important thing is, uh, well, it's hit and miss a lot of times. A lot of times it's from the really loving beings and others. It's from, you know, the false light beings. Yeah. So it's always important to uh, be aware of that. And, um, you know, again, uh, always, you know, be open to, to, uh, Receiving information and speaking with the beings of light, but always be aware of who you're dealing with. Right. Because um, we would be farther with that, too, with our evolution, because we keep getting off on um, other other avenues and so on. So using a lot of awareness and discernment. Mm -hmm. Yes, beautiful. Well, the Boardway family is a beautiful role model for a family that is supporting one another and ascending into the higher frequencies. I want to thank you both so much, and Tristan as well, for this quantum conversation. It really was um, packed with a lot of really good, empowering information for uh, supporting these generations that are going to come up behind us. It's so beautiful to see you guys support each other that way. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. It, was it was our pleasure. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm sorry we couldn't get to all of our questions coming in. But again, if you would like to get an intuitive reading and ask your question to the Boardways, please check out the special offer. It is there. Okay. Well, Boardway family, I want to give you a moment to say goodbye.
Thank you so much, Lauren, and letting us share our information. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Pleasure. Well, thank you. And stay tuned for a reality TV show with the Boardways. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> some things Thanks, you want to know everyone. and some things you don't want to know. Yeah, some things, a lot of things you don't want to know. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lauren. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. And again, the special offer for the Boardways is available at AcousticHealth.com forward slash special offers slash Rainbow Bridge. Well, now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Enjoy.